Section 59 of Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. Read for LibriVox.org. Northern Africa, Part 3. The Mystery of the Desert. Historical Note. According to the notions of the early geographies, the Sahara was a broad, low-lying expanse of sand, silent save for the soft footfalls of camels bearing loads of the treasures of the East. Even within the last forty years it was supposed to be so far below the sea level that there was serious talk of flooding the western part and changing the climate by digging a canal south of Morocco and letting in the waters of the Atlantic. Fortunately, before the shovels were set to work, it was learned that the Sahara is a tableland lying from 1,300 to 1,600 feet above the ocean, and that the lowest part of the region which was to be covered by the waters of the Atlantic is 500 feet from sea level. Numerous streams flow into the desert from the Atlas Mountains through deep valleys, but generally the water sinks until it reaches a stratum which it cannot penetrate. There it remains, in mighty underground lakes, and wherever this water is brought to the surface, an oasis is produced. Many caravan routes run through the desert. The camels carrying manufactured articles to the oases of the desert, and returning loaded with gold, ostrich feathers, ivory, iron, and salt. This trade is made possible by the lines of wells that have been supplied with water from the underground lakes. The desert is by no means uninhabited. In the west are the Moors and Arabs, dwellers in tents, hospitable to their friends, but with no compassion upon their enemies. In the middle of the wilderness are the Tuaregs, who in the fashion of the Barbary pirates demand toll from all caravans crossing their country. In the east are the Tibus, who live in fixed abodes, raise flocks and herds, and cultivate the ground. More than half of the Sahara belongs to France. The rest is held by Egypt, Morocco, Tripoli, and Spain. End of section 52. This recording is in the public domain.